Hey everybody and welcome to Gaijin Wrestling Radio. I'm your host, Kobe Nida. I'm representing Retromania as well as MoholRadio.com. I'm here catching up on NXT Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Ring of Honor Wrestling. Uh, yeah, I was off for a little bit. I had some eye surgery, so um, I had a cyst of up above my right eye, if you shall know. It was the size of a lima bean. I woke up during surgery. That's um, a story to tell with a guest, though. Um, so ask me about that on another episode. But yeah, I wanted to um, kind of catch up on everything in the NXT, ROH, and New Japan world for the month of July. Is moving on through August as well. Um, a lot happened. I went to my first wrestling show in 15 years, and uh, that was actually with the Mole Radio guys, um, the boys from Movie the Podcast. Um, I had a blast. It was a great time at UMBC. Um, the ROH show was a great show. It was fun. It was, you know, the first one I've seen in 15 years, so um, the wrestling kept up to pace and par. And um, a lot of cool stuff happened. Of course, I wanted Cody to come out victorious. And um, we all know that that match was kind of... Eh, it, it was it was hit or miss for some folks. It was the three-way with Dalton Castle and Marty Skrull for the ROH Championship. And um, Dalton Castle snuck away with the victory. But the next night in Fairfax, at Fairfax Experience, they dropped the title to Jay Lethal in a fatal four-way with... Um, yeah, Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, Cody, and um, Dalton Castle losing via pinfall in that match. So uh, Dalton Castle, I know, was injured, but looking back on it now, yeah, I can see that he was injured during the match. Um, there was a couple encounters that were kind of delayed or faulted or, you know, the guys were trying to group together. I think this is the first match Marty and Cody had worked uh, opposite each other, not there, not being a team, but anyhow, um, it was a great show nonetheless. Yeah, I'll go through some more of that, but it was just a nice experience to hang out with the guys and, um, got some food before and the beers there weren't too, too bad. And, uh, in price, I mean, and, uh, yeah, I had a good time. I, I brought my, my vape in as well. So I was smoking some herb. Um, yeah, but had, had a great time. Um, yeah, definitely will go to the next ROH show that's already been announced. And that is going to be in October. I guess that is, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. And ROH will be back at UMBC theater, um, October 12th for glory by honor. And I hope that we can all go to that again and we can do a little pre-show and little post show for you. Um, this time, hopefully no cis on the eye. Yeah, so here we go. So if you're just joining me on this podcast and you're interested in any other podcast that I do, um, Hulkamania is Dead is another one with my co-host Jimmy Price as well as The Origin of Attitude from Retromania. Uh, the first season, we take a look back at The Origin of Attitude the second season, we are 
doing some fantasy booking and we're in the midst of that right now. We also have some bonus episodes where we have some guests that come on and uh, talk about some matches that they like and uh, we do some guest commentary on those and kind of critique the matches and go over it. But yeah, it's a fun time. Um, we're looking to grow more, so please rate, review, and subscribe if you dig this, if you like the show, um, if you like anything else. Um, thank you. Alright, so let's start off with reviewing some NXT. Let's go back to NXT July 11th. Started out with Adam Cole going against Danny Birch for the North American title. Danny Birch is a hard-hitting guy. Um, him and Oni Lorcan, they started a feud with Undisputed. Um, Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and recently joining Roderick Strong in the last month and uh, picked up a British feud in a sense. Um, so this is a good match. Um, there's a near count cutter to Adam Cole from Danny Birch where Adam Cole's legs are on the top rope and uh, Danny Birch does a nice cutter there. Then Adam Cole gets a super kick, a shining wizard, which he calls the last shot. One, two, three, Adam Cole still retains. This is a great match. Um, definitely go back and check this one out. Later in the show, we get Candice LeRae backstage. And other women wrestlers have brought her up a lot in the recent weeks. So she's going to get some new feuds, maybe a push. I mean, she's the wife of Johnny Wrestling. So he's getting this recent push, too, towards the championship, as uh, my co-host Jimmy Price called on one of the episodes. Um, yeah, I know these are pre-taped, and some of these are spoilers or uh, uh, like people read the spoilers and um it's all good uh, i like to follow it week by week as it goes um we'll get into it with R ring of honor that's a little different um we'll see uh so yeah <clears throat> chiampa later challenges alistair black for the nxt championship it's gonna be good gargano goes against ec3 this is a hard-hitting match. Gargano is like, he's waiting for the five count. He's um, almost breaking the rules in this match, but getting really close. He's getting really aggressive. Um, Gargano ends up finishing EC3 the same way Ciampa finished him. While EC3 was getting into the ring, Gargano catches him with a knee, a bare knee to the face. One, two, three, Gargano goes over. Wow. Then we get Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae. They brawl in the parking lot. So, going to be a little feud there. Uh, Lacey Evans picks on Dakota Kai. And Dakota Kai says she's going to kick her face out of her face, basically. She's living up to the legendary Owen Hart promo of kicking your leg out of your leg. But, yeah, I'm just, I'm just fucking around. But, yeah. Um... Next up, Vanessa Bourne and Kyrie Sane. It's a decent match. There's a sliding elbow. Vanessa Bourne, though, submits to Sane's finisher. And um, <clears throat> Sane then calls out Shayna Baszler. And she's beat her before. She's going to beat her again. All right, so then we're going to get a fatal four-way announcement for the number one contender of the NXT Women's Championship. It's going to be Kyrie Sane, Nikki Cross, Candice LeRae and Bianca Belair. 
then in two weeks, Alistair Black against Ciampa, Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title. And we go backstage with Alistair Black walking and Gargano goes, you can't let him win. You can't let Ciampa win. You can't let Ciampa win. And uh, he kind of like walks off and uh, Ciampa attacks Alistair Black backstage DDTs him on the concrete and where the hell was Gargano there? I don't know but anyhow, some heat before the match, Ciampa lays out Aleister Black with a DDT next up we have Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain Mustache Mountain had recently won the NXT Tag Team Championships from the Undisputed Era at the uh, Royal Albert Hall shows that they did for the UK tournament and the UK championship tournament. Um, the crowd is wild with chance with um, going back with Undisputed Mustache Mountain. Undisputed Mustache Mountain. It's going back and forth, back and forth. Um, Roddy works on the knee of Trent Seven. Um, basically hammers it into the stairs. The crowd is still going with these chants. Kyle um, goes and he's working on the knee as well. We have this chant going on for nearly two minutes of Undisputed Mustache Mountain. Was that piped in or was that natural? Anyhow, the crowd is hot as hell for this. Um, Roddy and Kyle keep working that knee of Trent Seven. We get a near fall roll up with Trent Seven. And we get some really great stuff with the Undisputed Era cutting off the tag here. And they're working this knee over a lot. And Kyle uses the knee bar. And Tyler Bate has to throw in the towel. And the newly faceted tag team champions have to give up their tag team titles to the Undisputed Era. And Kyle and Roderick Strong win back the NXT Tag Team Championships. And that was July 11th, NXT. Moving on. Alright, moving on to NXT July 18th. We open with Dakota Kai versus Lacey Evans. This is a nice match. Good effort by Dakota Kai. Lacey Evans hits her with the women's right. One, two, three. And Lacey Evans attacks her after two. Then we get a Ricochet promo, a nice promo package for the next week's uh, NXT Championship match, where it's going to be Aleister Black against Tommaso Ciampa. Really just building up these two guys for this match, Tommaso Ciampa's moment that he took advantage of, and Aleister Black's uh, rise and reign of the NXT Championship. Uh, it's going to be a great match. Then we have Cassius Ono versus a nobody. He beats him in seconds with the elbow. Don't know what that was about, but cool. Uh, then we get an Undisputed Era promo, and they're talking about uh, Ricochet and talking trash, and Adam Cole's like, yeah, whatever. I'll take you on if you want. Sure. Uh, then we get EC3 and Kona Reeves. They meet each other, and they banter. And uh, it's just back and forth about my watch and your fake tan and he's a real he's the finest and he's the one percenter and yeah 
it's a uh, it's going to be a thrilling feud well, to say the least then we get a nice package for the war raiders um they it starts out really corny but they make up for it with like building the story of the guys and telling the story of how uh you know ray Rowe and the dynamic of um he and hansen play into the tag team like hansen is this huge guy that you you think be a powerhouse but uh no he's the high flyer ray Rowe is the powerhouse um it's it's interesting but it's it's a good little package for these guys um and they're going to be the next tag team on the scene definitely if they aren't already um, then we get a nice Velveteen Dream package. He's talking about all the things that he did and what's going to be happening next and what's going to happen at NXT TakeOver. Uh, we'll see. Then, the main event. We get a number one contender three-way match. Uh, Bianca is not cleared, so she won't be involved in this match. It was a fatal four-way. It's just going to be Candice LeRae, Kyrie Sane, and... Nikki Cross. So Shayna comes out and she has some terrible, terrible commentary. She's just bad on the mic all around. I'm sorry. She's a great wrestler, but yeah, just not that great on the mic. Just keep her a silent killer. Keep her a silent killer, please. Um, so we get the female ref. Does she look like Ronda Rousey or what? Kind of like a, like her other sister. Or something, or like Vince McMahon figured out how to clone Ronda Rousey. He was like, and, "Hey, pal, we gotta get Ronda Rousey's clone. Get get some of her hair." And then it just didn't turn out like the same. But he just was like, "Give her, give her a referee shirt." Okay, I'm just fucking around. But yeah, all right. This is a great match. Um, Candice hits Kyrie with a cabrata. Um, Nikki grabs Candice on the by the hair to break up the pinfall. It was a one-two, close there. Then we get a spinning, draping neckbreaker from um, Nikki to Candice on the apron. Uh, from the apron, I'm sorry. Uh, then a reverse DDT to Larray on the ramp from Nikki Cross. This looks deadly. Nikki. Comes back into the ring with three belly-to-back suplexes on Kyrie Sane. This is awesome. The crowd is going wild. Candice, back in, rolls up Cross, one, two, no. Catches a kick from Cross. Uh, then we get a vertebraker from Larray to Cross. And then we get a beautiful Cabrata, one, two, insane elbow to Larray's neck. One, two, three, Kyrie Sane pins Nikki Cross, while LeRae rolls out, Kyrie Sane will challenge Shayna Baszler at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Wow. And this is going to be the rubber match between the two ladies. Um, it's going to be a fantastic match. Can't wait to see it. This was a great match, a must-see. You have to go out of your way to go to July 18th NXT and watch the main event, the three-way between Candice LeRae, Kyrie Sane, and Nikki Cross. All right, moving on. All right, moving right along, we have NXT from July 25th. Opening up the show, we have a recap of Ciampa 
and Alistair Black and Johnny Gargano. The three-way story that's going on here. And the title match is going to be tonight. That's right. That's the main event. Tommaso Ciampa against Alistair Black, the NXT champion for the NXT championship. But first up, we have Adam Cole, baby. Out first to take on the Cruiserweight Classic participant, John M Sean Maluta. It's a quick and decent match. Uh, Adam Cole catches Maluta coming off the top rope with a super kick and then a last shot to the back of the neck. One, two, three. Adam, after the match, Adam Cole talks about uh, he's a fighting champion and Ricochet comes out. He challenges Cole for the North American Championship at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Ricochet calls Adam Cole a coward, and the Undisputed come out. Uh, then the War Raiders come out, and then Mustache Mountain come up. And Undisputed Era run off. Wow, this is a big mix-up with um, a lot of guys here. So what's going to happen? We'll see. Next up, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler out uh, to sign the contract of the NXT Women's uh, championship, and she says, uh, Kyrie Sane keeps going, you know it, I know it, and Sid doesn't know shit, if you know our podcast, yeah, it's from there, cool, well, Sid said it, it's not from there, we just make fun of Sid for that, anyhow, we get a flashback from last month with EC3 and Velveteen Dream, when they tagged up at Royal Albert Hall. So they're playing into this feud still. Velveteen Dream walked out of the match. EC3, been, EC3 has been picking up a lot of losses lately. Um, next week, we're going to get EC3 against Kona Reeves. Hmm. All right. But here we go. Lacey Evans against Tanilla Price. Morrow calls... A hairmare instead of a snapmare in this match from Lacey Evans to Tanila Price. It's cool. Um, Lacey is in control of the match. Um, she's a very great heel. She's got great tactics. She's like fierce on her uh, opponents and she knows what she's doing. She uses a lot of wrestling moves suplexes, neck breakers, back breakers, um, yeah, belly to back suplexes, um, everything. So she hits a neck breaker to Tanila. Tanila cartwheels into a women's right from Lacey Evans. One, two, three. Lacey Evans goes over. Bianca Belair up on the screen. She says she was injured, but she's undefeated. She'll come back and she'll get what she deserves. She'll come back and she'll get what she deserves. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We'll see. I don't know. Anyhow, Candice LeRae, she approaches Shayna. She confronts her. They're both held back. Looks like they're going to have a match coming up soon. We'll see. But here it is, the main event. Tommaso Ciampa against Aleister Black for the NXT Championship. Ciampa out first with no music still. It's, it's, it's a must-see match. you got to see this match. Um, I'm going to go through some of the end here and um, really try to do the best I can. But, um, yeah, 
let's 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 do this. Chapo hits Alistair Black with a second rope DDT. One, two, no. Black catches Ciampa with a knee. Spins, goes for a kick. Knee from Ciampa. One, two, no. Black kicks out. Ciampa exposes the knee. He runs to the ropes. Black hits Ciampa with a knee. One, two, no. Black is frustrated. He gets up. He goes for the black mass. He's While he's spinning in the roundhouse, he's rolled up by Ciampa. Ciampa holds the tights. One, two, kick out from black. Ciampa up on the top rope. He gets caught with a meteora by black. Man, this is awesome. Then black hits a bridging German to Ciampa. One, two, kick out. Ciampa rolls out. Black does a moonsault from the second buckle to the outside, and he overshoots Ciampa. Ciampa pushes Black into a crew member, and he picks him up, and he throws Black into the ring, and um, hits Black with an object. Uh, The ref is looking at the crew member. He's distracted right now. Um, Then he sees the pin, and he runs in, Ciampa, one, two, no. Oh my God. NXT chance. Here we go. The crowd is going wild. Ciampa goes for a draping DDT to Alistair Black, but it's countered by Black. He sends Ciampa over his shoulders to the outside, and then he runs the ropes over the top rope with a flip. He throws Ciampa in the ring. Ciampa hits a draping DDT as Aleister Black is coming into the ring. Oh my god, one, two, no. Ciampa goes to the outside, brings the ring pads on the outside, exposes the concrete. This is dangerous. Ciampa's exposing this concrete. He brings Aleister Black to the apron. The ref is trying to stop this draping DDT from happening. They argue. Um, Ciampa and Aleister Black goes back in the ring. Black hits Ciampa, and Ciampa hits the ropes, and he tosses the ref to the outside as the ref was getting Black back into... As the ref was getting back into the ring, he was on the outside. Ciampa got thrown into the ropes and tossed Drake Younger to the barricade. Aleister Black then hits the Black Mass, but there's no ref. Black tries to wake up the ref, and then he enters the ring again and gets caught by Ciampa, with Ciampa grabbing Black's eyes after Ciampa grabs the belt. Then out of nowhere, Johnny Gargano comes in, hits Ciampa with a super kick. Um, That's right before Ciampa could hit Aleister Black with the belt. Gargano is in between Aleister Black and Ciampa, and he's struggling with Ciampa. Um, with the belt. It's a tug of war between Gargano and Ciampa. And Ciampa just lets go, and Gargano swings the belt back and hits Aleister Black in the head on accident. Ciampa tosses Gargano out of the ring and hits Aleister Black with Project Ciampa. One, two, three, new NXT champion. Oh my God, this match was amazing. You need to watch this. Um... It was just an all-around incredible match. 
um, Ciampa as the champion and this feud building with Gargano and Aleister Black. It's the perfect way to put him over. It's the perfect way to build the feud with both guys as well as um, keeping Aleister Black strong. And we'll see what happens with him. Um, he, he's a guy that really didn't even need the belt, but this feud with the belt, with um, Gargano and Chiapa, oh my God, it's even better with the belt. Um, and Aleister Black didn't need the belt, but... He's even better with the belt. Um, it, it's a great dynamic that they have here. We'll see what happens going forward. Let's go to the next week. That was the last week that uh, just passed, the most recent. And then we'll be all caught up with NXT. All right, moving right along. NXT, August 1st. We open with a recap of Tommaso Ciampa and his one moment. Beautiful, great little package that they do. Great little package that they do here, and then in my notes, LOL. Wow, heavy machinery out to face the obvious heels, the mighty, because they have leather dusters. That's what makes them heels. It's like they cheated, and they've been cheating. That's what made them heels. Uh, heavy machinery got attacked. One half of them did in the weight room, so I don't know, it's it's obvious that it could have been the Mighty, but it could be somebody else, we'll see, uh, it's a boring match, anyhow, Street Profits interrupt, they distract by coming out, Heavy Machinery use the compactor on one of the Aussies, or the New Zealand guys, one, two, three, and I assume Street Profits versus the Mighty will be next, or oh. Maybe Street Profits Heavy Machinery in the Mighty, or Street Profits in Heavy Machinery, or Heavy Machinery in the Mighty again, or Heavy Machinery and the Street Profits, or I mean, I could keep going on, or Triple Threat, mate. I don't know, we'll see. Maybe it was Street Profits that attacked Heavy Machinery. Maybe it wasn't the mighty. We just got dusters. We don't know. We don't know. We just got leather dusters. And we're called the mighty. Slash TM61. Which I don't. I guess that means Makri. But whatever. Alright. So yeah. Moving right along. Mustache Mountain out next. And they're going to take on two uh, behemoth jobbers. Matt Knox and Bradley Taylor. And those guys work. Trent Seven's knee slash leg, but it's a quick comeback from Trent Seven, and he gets a knee drop, burning hammer to Taylor, one, two, three, Mustache Mountain, with that beautiful finisher. They invoke their rematch clause at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, so they're challenging again the Undisputed Era. So it's going to be a huge rematch there at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. We got a great card building up. EC3 out, and he's everything I hate about him. And he's another one-dimensional superstar. He comes out. Uh, here's another one. Kona Reeves. And they have a match. Luckily, someone with charisma and talent, Velveteen Dream, comes out during the match. 
talks about the tag match at Royal Albert Hall. EC3 gets hit with a Hawaiian drop. Kick out one percenter, which when you spell out one with the percent sign in the ER, it looks like loser, um, which is fitting for EC3. One, two, three, though, from EC3 to Kona Reeves. Uh, after the match, um, he talks about he EC3 talks about he's the best here, the best there, the best anywhere. And he talks about Velveteen Dream. And yeah, we'll see what happens with those guys. Candice LeRae out against Shayna Baszler. Yeah, you guessed that they're going to have a match. This is a good one. LeRae goes for a swinging neckbreaker, but it's reversed into the chokehold from Shayna Baszler, which looks beautiful. Then we get a cabrata from Candice LeRae caught into the chokehold again from Shayna Baszler. LeRae taps out. Baszler hits the Arabuda clutch again after the match. Kyrie Zane comes out for the save to Candice LeRae. And uh, Kyrie Zane and Shayna Baszler end up standing off. And Baszler hits Zane and, uh, from behind as Zane like, turned her back. The referees have to hold back Kyrie Sane, and Shayna Baszler walks off and holds up the title. Wow, so building this feud between these two ladies, it's going to be a great match either way. But that was a good match, Candice LeRae and Shayna Baszler. Uh, showed off LeRae's face um, dynamic, and it was just a good um, reversal uh, after reversal, and uh, uh, what you would like to see in a match. Then we have a backstage standoff between Mustache Mountain and the War Raiders. Hey, we came out and we helped and yabba yabba and yeah. So they want the tag team titles as well. But Mustache Mountain, those guys, they, uh, they deserve their rematch clause, right? So up next, William Regal announces Ricochet versus Adam Cole for the North American Championship at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, as well as EC3 vs. The Velveteen Dream at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Wow, that's going to be a good one. And Keith Lee debuts next week? Wow. Big Keith Lee. Heard a lot about him on the independent scene. Um, uh, next out, Tommaso Ciampa to a bunch of asshole chants. NXT Orlando, this is awesome. Then, you suck chance. He's got the title draped around his shoulder. Doesn't matter. It's his NXT now, and he's a man of his word. And it takes a moment, and he took his moment. And observe the rightful head of the table. And the fans are booing. And uh, they get a no chant here going. And uh, just like a perfect heel... Tommaso Ciampa goes out and he berates a grandmother. I love it. I love it when grandmothers get berated by heels in wrestling. Uh, then we get a, you're an asshole chant. This is crazy from NXT Orlando. And once again, Johnny Gargano loses and Tommaso Ciampa wins. And he's the greatest sports entertainer of all time. And then all of a sudden... Alistair Black's music hits. And then Johnny Gargano runs before Alistair Black 
can make it down the railway, Johnny Gargano runs past him and he starts to fight with Ciampa. Johnny Gargano says, I'm the only reason you're the NXT champion. The only reason is because of me. The only reason is because of me. And Aleister Black comes in the ring, hits Johnny, and the crowd says, you deserve it to Johnny. You deserve it. They start chanting. Black sits down and he stares right at Johnny Gargano and he says, you're right. You are the reason he's the NXT champion. Yeah, some interesting stuff there in NXT. We're going to see what's going to happen. We have a week or two before um, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Um, so we'll see the dynamic of Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Aleister Black, whether it's going to be a triple threat or uh, what. But um, yeah, interesting stuff. Moving on, let's go to ROH. I went with the boys from Movie the Podcast, the Mulhall Uncles. We went to go see ROH Best in the World. Uh, that was June 29th. It was a great little show, a nice little arena there at UMBC Theater. They had a nice little basketball uh, event theater that I'd never been to before. Um, it was great, great. Uh, had a lot of fun. It was my first show in 15 years. So that's a big one. Um, and I got to see some favorites. Let's go down the list of matches here. Jonathan Grisham defeated Scorpio Sky. We walked in when that was happening. Then next up, we had The Kingdom. Uh, Matt Taven, TKO Ryan, and Vinny Marcella, the champions, defeating Los Ingobernables de Japón, Bushi, Evil, and Sonata. And if you're watching it and you hear people yelling or someone yelling, Bushi, it was me, and then somebody else ripping me off. Anyhow, uh, I had a, f a lot of fun with that, and I'm so glad I got to see um, Sonata and Bushi and Evil, as well as uh, TK Orion. I'm a big fan of him. Um, yeah, Flip Gordon defeats Bully Ray by DQ. Yeah, it's the, it's the beginning of their feud, so it, it only made sense. Um, but it was a nice little push for Flip. We'll see where his story goes and continue on here in a second. Uh, then we had Jenny Rose, Mayo Iwatani, Sumi Sakai, Tennille Dashwood defeat Kelly Klein, Odeo Tai. So uh, I was privileged to see Hana Kimura, Hazuki, and Kogetsu, who are Odeo Tai. Um, and they're the three woman group. Uh, this was a great match. Uh, actually, a show stealer for me. Um, it was only 10 minutes, but man, it felt like. It felt like a 30-minute, you know, uh, match that was just building and building. It was great. Here's a match that flew by that I didn't think was that great, but apparently a lot of people do. Austin Aries against Kenny King. Austin Aries defeats Kenny King 15 minutes, 40 seconds. I just, uh, something about Aries for me, something about Kenny King for me as well. Maybe the mashup of those two guys, um... But yeah, it was just one of those things where the match kind of flew by and then I see the finish and I was just like, okay, cool. Next up, Jay Lethal defeating Kushida, 1737. This is a great match. Um, just Jay Lethal getting his wins back um, and Kushida putting on a great top of the card match. Um, he, he's, he's all, he's pound for pound, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Same with Jay Lethal. Um, so having these two guys go up against one another and put on a nearly 20 minute, um, battle is, is something great. Um, 
Jay Lethal wins, of course, to get his win back, and then we'll tell obvious stories of what happens after that and the reason why. Up next was the ROH World Television title street fight match. Punishment Martinez defeated Hangman Page, retaining that title. Eh. Hangman Page is, is my boy. I like him a lot. Um, this had some nice spots in it. Um, Punishment Martinez as well showed off some of his uh, maneuvers and his his improvement in the ring as well as since becoming ROH television champion. Uh, I think this feud kind of needed a little bit more behind it uh, to continue or something. But uh, as I'll go on with ROH to explain, I, I love them. But some of their stuff and the way they present things, it's just like they 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 blow their load too quick or they're burning something out way too long. Uh, and I know it's to do with taping an hour, an episode or, uh, you know, having a TV taping that's a month behind schedule, like as what we'll come up and discuss here in a second. Um, yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate, but, uh, I feel like this kind of came and went for punishment Martinez and hangman page. One of those where it's kind of, it's lost already. Um, here we are at the beginning of August, and I don't remember that match because of the matches that Hangman Page has been in since, and uh, just you know the the lack of of depth going into it and um, coverage of it. Moving on, this was a great match um, towards the end, I think, for me at least. It took a while to build, but it was. The Briscoes, the champions, defeating the Young Bucks and retaining their titles 17 minutes. Um, uh, just a lot of cool stuff at the end. And the Briscoes uh, dominating the Young Bucks and knowing everything that was coming up. And then hitting them with that uh, brilliant finisher. Um, and just retaining. Uh, so th their feud will continue on. Last up, the ROH world title. It was a three-way match. Dalton Castle defeated Cody and Marty Skrull, 13:45. Really slow match, um, and I love Cody the character to death, and I love some some of his in ring work. But I've just gotten the the lightest inkling of maybe some of his matches are boring, um, and the chemistry between Marty Skrull and him was really off. And I could put the blame on Dalton Castle being injured as well. There were some delayed uh, hesitation spots, um, it, it, but all in all, we had a great time there. And the match wrapped up with Dalton winning and going out on top. And then the next damn night. In Fairfax, at a, like a throwaway show, they have a four-way uh, match. Dalton Castle, Cody, Matt Taven, and Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal wins the match by pinning Dalton Castle. But Jay, um, Matt Taven had a pin during that match for about uh, a good 10 seconds. So there's a story to tell there with the Kingdom and Jay Lethal and... What's going to happen with Dalton Castle comes back. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Going on with ROH, they had another show that they started airing on episodes of ROH Weekly. It was ROH Honor for All. And, yeah, Punishment Martinez defeated Scorpio Sky on there. Um, other important stuff, Marty Skrull defeating Vinny Marciella. Um, Cody defeating TKO Ryan, and then we had the NWA World Heavyweight title match, Nick Aldis defeating Flip Gordon. This is a 
brilliant match. You can even watch most of the match on 10 Pounds of Gold, a nice little YouTube show that I've been watching, along with Being the Elite, which are getting a lot of the storytelling done for the wrestling and uh, uh, for the for the infeuds. Um, really, this Flip Gordon and Nick Aldis thing would have seemed like nothing. But with the stories of Being the Elite and 10 Pounds of Gold, we actually realize that Flip Gordon actually gets a chance here. And Cody comes out and, and appreciates the effort that Flip Gordon had in the match. Of course, he had the match won at one point. Then Nick Aldis is being built toward this ultimate heel in the match. Uh, Flip Gordon had his foot on the rope and Nick Aldis uh, pushed it down. It was a it was a nice little way to finish it up. Fourteen thirty two. Nick Aldis retaining that title, so it'll be Nick Aldis and Cody at All In for the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Ten pounds of gold. What a story there! And they're doing a great job on uh, Ten Pounds of Gold TV as well. Um, Cody might be the substar of that show as well as um, Nick Aldis and William Corgan. Um, uh, but I, I loved it. Uh, they had some great stuff on there. It's, it's, it's impressive that being the elite gets about a hundred thousand views for each video and 10 pounds of gold still only has about 10 to 20,000 for a video. Um, I, I just, I, I wish them the best of luck and I hope that there's something brewing between the two, uh, the two minds of Cody and the young bucks and, uh, Corgan and NWA. There could be a lot there. Um, we'll see it all in. Of course, that card is really, really building up, and it's about a month away. Um, we're going to have Bad Boy Joey Janela against Hangman Page. Then we're going to have Phoenix, Bandito, and Rey Mysterio Jr. against the Golden Elite. That's the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi. Then Okada takes on Marty Skrull. Nice little match there. Okada uh, hit some jabs in the being the elite. He said, what is she, junior heavyweight? Yeah, uh, it's funny. Nick Aldis going against Cody for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, like I explained. Last, and certainly not least, Kenny Omega has to have a match, right? So what's that going to be? Um, it, it, there's a lot of questions there. People are saying it could be Pentagon. That'd be interesting, but I don't know if that's as much of a draw. Um, maybe Chris Jericho? I don't know. He's the, he's the Intercontinental Champion of, um, of N New Japan, so it, it'd be interesting. We'll see what happens there at All In in about three weeks, and they just announced also that that will be available on the Fight app as well as for regular pay-per-view purchase. Looks like it's about 40 bucks. And deservingly so. Uh, I hope they do a great job. Uh, I'm just, I'm stoked that this is something different um, in the wrestling biz. We haven't had this for a while. So this is going to be really cool as a fan. This is going to be something really cool as a fan and to see what the future holds for these guys and the future of wrestling. This could change a lot of things. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just really stoked for it. So the next week for ROH, they did some TV tapings on June the 30th, and that just started to air, and it is the first week of August. So the matches that finally aired were Chris Sabin defeating Silas Young in a number one contendership match for the World 
uh, ROH World Television title. Then we had Marty Skrull defeating Hurricane Shane Helms, and they had built up a feud over some promos, and that was all backstage promo stuff, and then one match, and I don't think we'll ever see it again. Uh, then at the end, we had a three-way six-man tag team match, Los Ingobernables de Japón, Bushi, Evil, and Sonata, defeating Bullet Club, Hangman Page, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson. And SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. Now, since um, last seeing SoCal Uncensored, they came out for the save of Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson at the end of the match between the Briscoe brothers at Best in the World. And SoCal Uncensored has since turn face and it looks like that since their contract is up in six months their promo is delivered that you know when you have a death date on the door do you want to go out in the right way or the wrong way so they're trying to be faces at this time and they know the only way to keep um to keep their contract going is to beat the briscoe brothers for the tag team titles so it looks like that's the position that we're going to get now the next set of tapings were on July 21st. That was in Atlanta, Georgia at Center Stage. And I'm not going to spoil it because, I mean, I guess you can find it if you want to, but there's some great matches that happened. And they're going to air that, I I guess, this week or next episode of ROH or on their network. I don't have the Honor for All uh, network. Right now I'm paying 10 bucks or 9.99 yen for... Um, Right now, I'm paying ten bucks for New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then I'm paying ten bucks for uh, WWE. But that's only for NXT and some of the hidden gems and some classic stuff. I, I don't watch the current project. I don't watch the current product, so it's it's a little different. I, I'm I'm wondering if I should invest in Honor Club. If you have any feedback for it, please let me know. Otherwise, I will stick to the delayed slash seldomly live pay-per-view action that we have from uh, ROH. Uh, anyhow, I enjoy the product overall, but I just have my 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 little ticks here and there about it. Okay, enough ROH talk. Now to New Japan Pro Wrestling. G1 Climax 28. This has been awesome. A Block is stacked. Right now... We're going to have a show coming up. Actually, it should might be happening in a couple hours here. Um, I'm on the East Coast time. It is 2 on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Uh, that was a dumb song, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's 2 on a Tuesday on the East Coast. And on the 8th is the next night of B Block. And then, jump forward 10th, 11th, 12th. It'll be the two final nights for A and B block, and then the final night of the G1 Climax. Wow, cannot fucking wait. Cannot wait. The only match that's uh, booked is that Rey Mysterio might have an opponent. So we'll see what happens there. So for all the New Japan news and the G1 Climax 28, I don't want to do, I don't want to sell you guys short. I've been following it through and through. This is my first year watching every single match of a G1 Climax through and through. Um, I, I, I did some coverage, but I, I lost pace as well because I had I'm eye sorry. surgery. I'm sorry, too. 
I lost my uh, place as well because I had eye surgery and uh, just I, I was trying to work out a co-host for the show as well. As you can tell, it's just me right now. But we'll see what can happen with the future. I do want to give you some G1 Climax um, results and or previews. So B-Block, what they have coming up next, Juice has Goto and Ishii next Goto has Juice and ZSJ to fight. Ishii has Juice and Sonata to go against. Toro Yano has Omega and Tamatonga. Omega has Yano and Ibushi the last night. Ibushi, of course, against Omega on the last night, but he has Tamatonga before that. Tamatonga goes against Toro Yano and Ibushi. Then Naito. He has Sonata and ZSJ left. Sonata, of course, Ishii, and Naito. Then ZSJ, he has Goto and Naito left. Now, ZSJ has made it presently known. ZSJ has made it known that he wants the U.S. championship. So we can see at least a direction for ZSJ and Juice. The rest of this block and everything, it's, it's going to be down to the wire between Naito, Ibushi, and Omega, um, <clears throat> and uh, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens here. Then we have a block with the last night. It's gonna be Suzuki going against going against Fale. Then Evil against Jay White. Page against Yoshihashi. Um, as well as Makabe and Elgin, and then Tanahashi and Okada. That's going to be the last night to decide uh, for the A block. Uh, I'm going to go over some stuff as it gets to around that weekend, and that's this coming weekend and after. So hope you guys enjoyed this little Gaijin Wrestling Radio episode that I did by myself. Um, trying to work it out as best as I can. If you want to email me, you can do that at retromaniapodcast at gmail.com or go on the Facebook page, uh, Retromania, and you can follow along and see what's happening next with Gaijin Wrestling Radio, as well as the feed on moholeradio.com or Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast on iTunes. Um, like, listen, rate, share, review, subscribe, everything you can to do to help grow. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.